What's going on? How are you guys doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome again to another beautiful conversation with Randy. Um, we're going to be diving in today very, very quickly to a important topic in my heart, um, in my life. But first, I just want to uh, thank everybody for subscribing to the YouTube channel, for joining us on this journey. We have hit uh, the 100 uh, subscriber mark. We have passed the 100 subscriber mark. So we really appreciate everybody um, that has hit the subscribe button. If you haven't done so yet, please, I invite you to hit the subscribe button. And of course, turn on the bell notifications so that you never miss a beat when I upload. I don't have an upload schedule. Um, I am not going to do an upload schedule uh, for the near future. I'm just going to randomly upload stuff. And I want you guys to be a part of it by having that notification enabled so you don't miss a beat. As well on the podcast, those that have uh, that have joined us on the podcast, we really appreciate it. We thank you for... Um, uh, oh, excuse me. I had some arroz con gandules y pollo al horno um, for lunch, and I had uh, my favorite drink for lunch as well, so I apologize. But yes, those uh, that have subscribed as well um, and followed us on Spotify and on iTunes, or uh, what do they call it now? I haven't used iTunes in a long time. I don't know, Apple Podcasts, I guess. Wherever you are listening we want or, or watching, again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for, for being a part of this journey. Um, and uh, yeah, let's, let's get into it. So as we talked about in the... Um, in the previous video, we're going to be, uh, um, or excuse me, the video, the previous episode, we're going to be talking about music. We're going to be talking about um, my my journey in that in that industry, um, my passion for it, uh, what I've been through, um, what I've experienced, the joys, the happiness, um, the sad moments, the interesting moments, the. Uh, um, negative moments, right? We're going to talk about everything. Um, and I promise not to be too long. Um, I'm just going to jump right into it. So yeah, here we go. Here we go. Uh, episode two, let's rock and roll. All right. So, um, my, my journey for music began at a very young age. Um, I was first introduced to music by my father. Um, and the first instrument that was put in my hands was the bongos. Um, and that was a fun journey. Um, as a kid, I, I, um, I had ADHD. I think I still do. I had a hard time focusing. I had a hard time, um, uh, um, dealing with my hyperness. Right. And I would, uh, somehow find focus and, and, um, narrow down that energy into music. And when I did that, I saw everything change. Um, so whenever I was around music, I was able to stay focused and able to, um, to really dial in and, uh, the bongos helped me build my passion for music, um, which then later led me to drums. And I stayed in percussion for, oh man, all through middle school, I was in the percussion team or the the marching band. I was um, in the, in the uh, what, what do we call it? Production ensemble or, or percussion, excuse me, percussion ensemble. I don't know. I know I played the marching, uh, um, marching bass drum. It was probably because I was uh, the biggest kid and the tallest kid in the, in the group. Um, and then I did snare for a little bit, but I, they never let me play the quad for, I don't know why. Um, and then I, I, and this funny story, I, I, in, in middle school, which I don't know what that teacher's name was, man, but in middle school, uh, I tried to play the trumpet cause I learned how to play. We will rock you on the trumpet. And the instructor, the, the, the teacher was like, no, I'm not letting you go over to trumpet because you're the, you're like the strongest percussionist I have. 
at the time. Um, he didn't let me, but I tried to venture off into um, percussion or excuse me, trumpet. Um, and then I know I, I, I quickly went over uh, around high school time. Uh, my father got me a bass guitar and they wanted me to learn that. And like, I wasn't into it. Um, I think my sister ended up learning it. Um, and then he got me a Casio piano keyboard for the house. And I didn't want to learn that either. <laughs> and she ended up learning it. But the funny thing is, is that later on, I learned how to play piano. And now that piano or that keyboard is in, in, in this room um, where I'm at right now. So I say that to say that my journey with, with music beginning at a young age, I tried different instruments and really found what, what I was looking for or what I wanted to do in uh, music production at a very young age dabbled around with, I think I was like 12 years old, 11 years old. We had this, um, we had this little boom microphone that had the eighth, eighth inch connection that went into the headphone or the microphone jack, the same size as the headphone jack, um, into a PC. And I was recording on this demo software, uh, or of Fruity Loops or FL Studios. I think at the time it was Fruity Loops. Um, and, and, uh, uh, with a friend of mine, we kind of like messed around with some beats and we tried to do it. <laughs> we tried to do it. Um, and then years after that, um, I'm, I'm at a, I'm, I was a kids minister at the time, t- 2013. Somebody comes up to me and says, Hey, what if you made a Christian album? And I'm like, huh? Cause I was using music a lot when I would minister to kids, I would make my own uh, music or, or remixes of different songs. And, kind of use that to get the energy out of the kids because um, that's where I found success in, in grabbing their attention. And somebody was like, hey, what if you, uh, what if you made an album? And I, I took it to heart and I ended up making an album. Um, don't go look me up. <laughs> I'm kind of like embarrassed of it. I didn't like know much. I didn't try as hard as I think I would do now. But I don't think I would do one now. Um, but anyways, uh, uh, yeah, I ended up doing an album and like we made banners and that's why you see this banner here. Um, we made banners and we made actual albums and t-shirts and like, you name it, everything. And like, I was ready to roll. I was ready to go. I didn't, it didn't really take off. I didn't really go anywhere besides a couple of events. And then I, I went off to college and here's where the story really picks up. Um, in college, I went to a Christian university, University of Valley Forge, shout out. Um, and, and at the time, there was a uh, ministry team, what they refer to as a ministry team. It's pretty much like a traveling team from the university um, that was part of the worship team. So the worship team would travel to different events. Uh, we would go to churches, camps. Um, I mean, you name it. We were, we were all over. And I was the sound tech for the team. And at the time, this was 2014, at the time I'd probably, you know, I've done production or, or music production very, very little at the house. Um, and, you know, I, I had an opportunity to go to the Dominican Republic, like in 2012 with my family and decided not to go and instead use that vacation money that would have given, that would have been given to me. I used it to buy a Mac. And that's what kind of really propelled me into the music production and then later on make an album, right? Um, and, and so I had already had like a, a knowledge of, of familiar, familiar, <laughs> I can't talk today. I was already really very familiar with, um, I guess the basic concepts of music production and, and, and what went into it. And, um, 
Yeah, so I applied to the university under the music production uh, major and then later on switched to another major. Um, and so I had already had a knowledge of like technology and music, <clears throat> excuse me. And I also had um, used uh, or done live audio, live sound for different events and whatnot in my city. And so I felt like I was, I was ready. So I, I, I applied, I auditioned, I was interviewed and, and I was awarded or given the, uh, the scholarship position. And here's where the story kicks off. So um, as, I, as I'm doing this traveling for the university, I'm also employed by the university as a, a uh, sound tech. And I'm learning a lot, a lot, a lot through other people that were employed with me and also through different experiences. I was pretty much saying yes to everything that was given to me. Oh, we need a sound tech for like this drama or we need a sound tech for whatever. I'm there. I'm the person. I, I needed to learn. I needed, I needed to network. I needed to to get out there. Um, I put all 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 of my all of myself into it. The first year, the same thing. First year traveling was the same thing. You know, I put everything that I could into it. I tried to follow as many people on social media as I could to learn from, and I I, I applied myself as best as I could. Um, and, and those those events that came from that year of traveling for the university were like some really big deal events. I was able to network with um, different pastors and different uh, uh, ministries that I don't think I would have had the opportunity to do so any other way. Um, and it was it was a blessing. We were able to go to like southern New England, um, where were you like in New Hampshire or Vermont? Um, we went over to Virginia. We were in Pennsylvania. We, I mean, we were like all over. Um, or, or not, uh, yeah. And then um, with that came building friendships. And one of the friendships that I built um, allowed me to come back and continue to do events with that particular network. Um, <clears throat> I I've always been a person that I don't. I've always had a hard time with uh, following directions and um, not necessarily f- or, or and, and also following directions and also following instruction. And I think that's where my ADHD comes in. I'm not, I'm not using that as an excuse. Um, I also have had a hard time with leadership and um, I guess chain of command. Um, if, if that's any, sense. And so now in this story, now we're at the, you know, we're at the tail end of the first year of traveling. Now we're going towards the second, right? That's why I bring those things up where I was like, okay, I had a hard time with instruction. I had a hard time with uh, uh, following directions. I had a hard time with leadership or like obeying rules or whatever. And so the second year traveling, and by the way, while I'm I'm traveling directly for the university, I'm also working for them. And then I'm also, um, you know, doing like different freelance opportunities at different churches and whatnot in the area. Second year comes around, second tour is like, oh, I know what I'm doing. I've already did it once. This is going to be a walk in the park. I start cutting corners. I start cutting corners not only in um, my work, but also in my relationships and, and how I was interacting with people, how I was treating people. Um, I remember one of the camps that we went to um, in that summer, um, I like offended a couple people in, in one of the camps in, in one of the, one of the states. It was a new camp that I've, I've been to. Um, I never really interacted with those people um, 
of that state. <laughs> trying, I'm trying to talk and not like give away too much. I don't want to like dis- disrespect anybody. Um, and and uh, and then yeah. So and then later that summer as well. You know, different different camps. Again, I'm just cutting corners. I'm, I'm realizing where I can relax, where I can let off the gas, and where I I need to really hustle. That affected relationships. That affected friendships. That affected opportunities. I'm sure. Um, and, uh, and yeah, like it really hurt me. It really hurt me that I, I did that to myself. Um, it really hurt me that like, I just kind of like didn't try. And the third year came around. Um, and at this point I'm, I'm like becoming more, I don't want to say the word known, but I'm, uh, people know who Randy is and, 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 in these areas. And so they're asking, you know, for me to be a part of these teams and, and like, you know, we're having conversations and networking building and I'm still coming out doing to doing the events. Um, and I kind of, I kind of knew at the time when to um, be this negative Randy and when to be this positive Randy. Right. I knew when to wear which hat. Um, and, and um, yeah, so I was doing these events and being a part of it building friendships, building uh, networks. And then the third year comes around. And here's where I really thought I succeeded the most. Um, And when I say succeed, I don't mean like accolades and like um, uh, recognition. I mean success in the sense of (sighs) I figured out what I was doing wrong and where I was doing the right thing for the benefit of everyone. Um, And and I really stuck, stuck to it. And then here's where I was like, okay, I messed up the first or the, the first year I knocked it out of the park. Second year, I was cutting corners. Third year, okay, I need to do right. I need to respect these people. And I, and I tried my absolute best and everything I could um, to, to do so. I want to give you a little bit more backstory about what it's like to travel for university um, and, and be on a ministry team. While it is a scholarship position, it's a very challenging position. Um, so not only do we represent the university, um, but we also then represent the particular organization that has us invited, that has invited us to serve their organization. For instance, um, right now is May 1st, right? The school year would have just ended. Um, and we are currently today, actually today, today's May 1st, Friday, May 1st, when I'm recording this. Um, today would have been a graduation day for those students of class of 2020. Um, and then tomorrow, those that are on the 2020 traveling team, tomorrow those students would be moving their their um, uh, belongings from their school year bedroom to where they're going to be staying for the summer. Summer, the university is your home base. So you're traveling, you're moving those things from one building to another everything in your, in your college dorm room. And then, um, you go home for like two weeks So at the end of May, we all come back. We do about a week, week and a half of, we, we used to jokingly call it hell week. Um, but we would really stress everything. You know, we would time, how long does it take for us to unload the trailer, set up and have sound coming out of the system. And I think one year we had a record of like 30 minutes, 35 minutes, and it's a it's a big it's a big trailer. I think we carried around seven tons or no, I, I don't know. I, I'm bad with carrying weight, <laughs> as you can tell. No, that was a joke. Um, I don't know. I, I think it was like seven tons. It was like 
it was, it was a big size trailer. It was like all of the sound gear and then all of our instruments. Um, and, and so, yeah, 30 minutes, we, we, we would, try, we would time and stress everything. Uh, we would also stress, uh, uh, um, you know, how long it took us to have our, our, our PR table. Cause again, we, we were representing the university first and foremost, first and foremost, we were representing the university. So we were, uh, practically admission counselors or admission representatives. Um, we, we were under the music department. We were also under the admissions department because we were representatives of the university. We were out there to promote the university. Um, and so we had to figure out, okay, boom, tables up, sounds up, we're ready to go just in case we ever got caught in traffic and whatever, you know? So yeah. And then, and then we would have rehearsals like all day. And then a lot of, um, times or a lot of the time that we had in that one week were also lessons and almost lectures, but, um, conversations between previously, uh, um, people that were in those positions and also different professionals in the industry and different areas that would come or, or, or digitally interact with us virtually, um, and give us, um, practical lessons, practical nuggets of information and would challenge us. And it was, it was a good team building week. Um, so that was part of it, you know? And then after that, we would go out and do a week of camp somewhere. Like at that time, we always had two weeks of Pennsylvania camp back to back. And then we were somewhere else and then somewhere else and then somewhere else. Like those somewhere else has always changed. But for some reason, our team was always in Pennsylvania for the first two weeks. Um, and, and yeah, um, it was a, it was a beautiful experience. Uh, ultimately, but it was it was challenging. It was very very challenging. I mean, you have both all three years. There was two young ladies on our team, and then the rest were guys. All kinds of um, there were there were uh, guys that were quiet. There were guys that talked too much, and I was always the guy that talked too much. Um, there were young ladies that were quiet, and there were young ladies that. No, I think they were all like very quiet and um, not not quiet, but very like to themselves and respectful. I think it was the guys that caused a lot of troubles. <laughs> um, yeah, so you know it's challenging. You're, you're building a team. You're supposed to be ministering, and we all we always hugged it out. We always like came together as a, as a solid team. Like I don't think anybody ever hated anyone or whatever. You know, we always pulled together and, and, and did the best job that we possibly could. Um, and, and, but it was challenging because we were away from family. I mean, you're away all year long. And then during the school year, you're also traveling for the university. You go home for two weeks, you come back and then you're at the university's uh, hands for the whole summer. I mean, you know what you're signing up for, you know what you're getting yourself into. It's not like it's not clearly presented. Um, but, but it's challenging. It, it is challenging for me. It wasn't as much because, um, I, I can do that. I can go away and like be away from family and then kind of come back. I'm not too relational. That's one of the challenges that I, um, am overcoming now in this, in this season of life, but I'm not too relational. Um, so it's like, for me, it was okay. But at the same time, it was like, man, I wish, I wish I could go to Six Flags right now. I wish I could do this with the family. But instead I'm in the middle of New Hampshire in a cabin and there's bugs around me. I grew up camping, so it wasn't that difficult for me 
but other people on my team that were like city boys or, or or city girls or had never been around those kind of things, they're like freaking out. So that's where it becomes challenging. But it's it's a growing experience, really, what it comes down to. Um, one of the biggest challenges that I faced um, with that was my second year. Uh, my my grandfather passed away while I was on the road, while I was, um, you know, doing my thing. And thankfully, we were actually in New Hampshire, which is like two hours and change from uh, where the funeral was. And my, fia- my fiance, now my girlfriend at the time, was able to come pick me up at the camp and then take me out to Connecticut to, to be a part of that. I don't know if that would have been possible had I been um, in Virginia or had I been in like Pennsylvania or whatever, like nobody would have been able to take me out. But that was one of the big, that was one of the challenges that I faced was like, you know, not being able to be around those things sooner and quicker. Um, and, and, and just being able to, to, to learn, I think was a, was a very challenging thing as well, because we all were very well, um, very well-trained people. I mean, you know, while we're doing this, we're also getting classes. So I'm, I'm taking up classes in music production and audio, and I'm getting experience. So the training is happening. It wasn't like the university was not putting resources into us and, and time and attention to get us to, to really learn and grow. Um, but at the same time, you know, you become, you grow this attitude or this personality of, oh, I don't need to learn anymore. And and I, I know for me that was happening. I've I've already hit where I need to go. And I'm sure there was other people on the team. So that becomes a challenge. That becomes a hard thing when we want to be teachable. You know, you want to be teachable in life. That's how you grow. That's how you learn. That's how you keep friendships. And, um, and, and I wasn't at times, and that was a challenge, you know, reflecting back, um, you know, not, not respecting leadership as well, you know, being on a team where, your second or third year, and and I want to I want to I want to give a warning or a disclaimer. I fully look at me right here. Microphone's in my mouth, face to face with the camera. I fully support women in leadership. Fully support women in leadership. My father passed away in 2011. My mom became a powerful leader in churches and and different organizations. I fully support women in leadership. Thank you. <laughs> My second and third year on the road, uh, our team leader was a female. Um, and and um, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it... I think it was just my personality that I didn't really respect leadership. Or if I, I did respect leadership, but I, was, I would always find ways to cut corners. Um, or I would always try to say or put my two cents into everything. And um, that was an unfortunate thing that our team had to endure. Um, looking back now, reflecting. And um, I know that, you know, and again, I'm always very, very reflective of like me, what I did wrong, what I did right, what could I do better, what can I improve? Um, I'm not putting all the blame on myself. I'm also realistic. Like, let's face it, it's a team. It's not individual um so but you know reflecting on what i did but i I think where where this all where this whole episode really gets to is is look you you never stop 
you never stop being teachable. That's something that you need to remember. Um, you, you will always need to have a level of humility because if you don't, it will come. And where it came for me was I, I was the hot shot. I was the, the creme de la creme, right? I thought I was. I had all these opportunities and then all of these opportunities stop. And now there's other people that are in those opportunities that I was at. And, and it hurts to see sometimes. I was like, man, like, I, I messed it up. Like, whatever. But at the same time, I, um, I, I hope you're learning this from me that I'm very, uh, what's the word? Because I'm not relational, I'm, it happened. Okay, let's move on. You know, like it's like, for instance, right now, what we're dealing with in America. Uh, May 2020, it happened. It's happening. Okay, now what? You know, I'm, that's always been me. My father passed away in 2011. Okay, now what? Not not that what just happened isn't a powerful, in, impactful, important thing in my life. But it's like, okay, now what? Now what do we do? Now where do we go from this? And so when I would see these negative things happening, and, and it was a cause and effect, it's like, okay, I did this. Here's what happened. Here's where I, I pay the price. Um, I I look at it and I say, okay, now what? Now where do I go from this? Now what do I do? And 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 so yeah, I just try my best to keep going. And and thankfully, um, I was able to recover relationships that I, I messed up. Um, I was able to recover respect and trust from individuals that um, I I lost it because of what I did. Um, and to this day, they're some of the greatest friends I have. Um, and, and then also, I'm, I was able to continue to get, seek employment and find employment from um, the skills and the craft that I was able to become a passionate, passionate to, to grow a passion in, to love. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, you know, so, so yeah, I just really, 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 really want to let you guys know as you guys are watching and listening, like, look, don't stop being teachable. Don't stop being relational. Try your best to be relational. We are all in different walks in life. Uh, we are. We all have different challenges. And and the, the important thing to remember is like, look, you are replaceable. I think that's something that in, in the production world, um, when you first start off, you don't realize. And then when you realize it, it's either too late or it's like, you need to fight for your life type of thing. You are replaceable. I, I remember hearing stories about, um, like, for instance, Beyonce. Um, she had fired her one of her sound techs on the spot because he was not able, he or she uh, was not able to do whatever Beyonce wanted fast enough or something like that. And, and literally, they, they would travel with the main sound tech for whatever that role is, because there's like multiple roles in the sound world on the tour, right? But for whatever that role was, let's say it was monitors, the monitor tech, monitor tech number one was not was not operating fast enough, so the replacement was on the road with them. Like they had already had con contingency plans, like backup plans in case uh, somebody had to get kicked off the tour. Um, so, you know, you hear about those stories, but it's like, yeah, it's true. You are replaceable. You need to be teachable. You need to have a heart of humility, a heart of 
surrender. And then really, like, in, in, in our case, in our application, we weren't a band. We weren't rock stars. We were a Christian worship team that really, first and foremost, represented Jesus, Jesus Christ. Secondly, represented the university. And so when you put those things into perspective, man, we're just there to serve. We're just, we're just there to serve your ministry. We're just there to see um, your event, your service succeed, and, and people come to Christ. And yay, yay if we get four or five people from each event that are interested in the university. And from those four and five, one attend. Yay, you know? But really, we're just there to serve. And and I think when when those things were put in, into perspective, when those things were put in our face, <laughs> everything was different. Our attitudes, our motives, our um, intentions were different. You know? Because, I mean, you know, you got all these people that come up to you and say, wow, good job. And then you hear, here's my card. And, like, that'll happen. But we're just there to serve. And I think if you're watching this and... And you're in the same place where it's like, you know, you're either working for a nonprofit or for a church and, man, you're just there to serve. Even if it's not a religious thing, you're just there to serve. You're there to do what what you're asked to do to the best of your ability. Yeah, you're replaceable, but you're also not replaceable. You're also unique. You're also an individual in this world. And without you, being in this world without you being a part of this world, this world, this world can't function, you know? And, and so I just say that as a motivation, like, look, who am I to give up on what I do? You know, like I was given this passion. I was, I was given these tools. I was given the experience, um, and the, and the, uh, training education to use these tools. Who am I to give up on it? How many people wish but I had that they had what I have or vice versa. How many times do we see um, a YouTuber or a podcaster or something? And we're like, man, I wish I had that. Just try it. Just go for it. You know, just do it. Like the shirt says I have on right now, just do it. And, and I'm glad I, I'm blessed that I was able to at the university realize, man, that wasn't even my major. That wasn't I'm, I, like, I wasn't supposed to do that. That was for other people. That was for other uh, majors and other individuals in that in that um, in that thing. Because I actually ended up going to school for ministry. But who am I to give up on that? You know, just do it. Just go for it. You know. And, and so, really, that's what this episode is about. I'm wrapping it up here. Um, you know, don't lose focus on what you're designed to do. Don't lose focus on what you want to do. And, and really don't lose focus on yourself and remember that you are replaceable when it comes to work stuff, but also remember that you are unique in the end and, and, and a individual. And without you in this world, the world cannot operate. I say that in a sense of don't think that you are the best out there. Don't think that, but think that you are part of this world. You are part of this global team. Don't give up on life. Really? Um, yeah. So listen in the comments below, uh, I want to, I want to hear from you guys. Again, I said in the previous video that this is going to be a conversation these couple weeks. I want to continue to talk about this. I might do a live stream or something. Who knows? Kind of breaking down more of the nitty gritty 
of what it's like to travel. Um, you know, we're on buses, not comfortable for hours, driving all over the place, not always staying at hotels. I mean, we 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 most of the time stay at like people's houses. And when you stay at somebody's house, you also have to be hospitable um, in a sense of they're opening their homes to you. You got to like stay up, drink their coffee, eat their whatever, whatever they serve you. You got to eat it. <laughs> and there'd be some interesting stuff. I remember this one guy. He pulled out some ribs that he cooked like a week before out of the freezer, put it in the microwave or something like that. We all nibbled on it. And he's like, oh, I'll go get pizza. And we always were off for pizza everywhere we went. Like, we would get tired of it sometimes. Um, being on the road is not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. Whatever you're doing, if you're traveling, speaking, if you're um, if you're traveling, doing whatever, it's not, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's fun. I had a great time doing it. And really, I'm just thankful for all of the opportunities I've had in life. I'm thankful for every single one of them. Um, and hopefully this video, this podcast touches your, your insides, your feel goods, and, um, you learn something from me and and from it. And look, really, again, conversation, let's continue it. Let's continue to, um, talk about it. I invite you to like this video, please like this video to help the, um, YouTube algorithm. And if you're watching this podcast, I think there's like a like button or something that you can like follow or share or whatever. But um, share this video, share this information with other people. I really want to just continue to break down this conversation in the comments below. Please respond to me. I've already had a couple of people message me on Facebook, message me on Instagram, and also write comments um, in, the, in the YouTube video. Please, let's converse. Let's continue to break it down. Here are some questions to take away where you can process this further. How can you continue to be teachable? Okay. Think about that these next couple of weeks, couple of days. In this season or in your life, how can you continue to be teachable? Really understanding that you've never made it. How can you continue to be teachable? Okay? Think about that for a second. Think about that for a couple of days. How can you continue to be teachable? And really another thing that I want you to think about is your priorities. What are your priorities in life? Is it to make it or is it to serve? Think about those things. Let me know in the comments what you think. We're here. We got another video coming out very, very soon. We got some fantastic things coming up. And we got a fun video that we're planning. Um, in, I want to say in a couple of weeks, we're going to be surprise video. But it's it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a fun video. Not that these are not fun, but it's going to be a fun one. That'll be only on YouTube. So podcasters, you'll have to follow me on YouTube. And uh, yeah, have a good week. Have a great time. And Continue to stay safe and healthy. Keep using that uh, that magic uh, hand cream, hand sanitizer. Um, stay fresh, stay clean, stay healthy. I love you guys. And uh, remember, what can you continue? To, how can you continue to be teachable? And what are your priorities? So you heard it here first, Randy Ramos. Thank you so much. Please don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe. Share this podcast. And uh, you heard. <laughs>